Good morning. Well, I don't know about you, but you might have noticed a little bit of excitement or a buzz in the air today. If you're a guest or new to our church this morning, you might have wondered, well, what's going on? Why are they all so happy? Is it me or do they have a little spring in their step at Junction 10? Well, that is because it is Baptism Sunday. Woo! Which is a very exciting day in church life. A day where we are seeing people take their next big step on their faith journey. Having already made the decision to follow Jesus, they're now ready to publicly declare it and be baptised. If you were with us last week, you'll have seen us welcoming some little ones into the church family in our dedication service, where we give thanks for our children and we commit to teach them the ways of Jesus. But we do also stress the importance of each person making their own decision to become a follower of Jesus. And that is what you're going to see today. I'm going to spend a few short minutes very briefly explaining this and why we're celebrating today. So if you look at the screen or turn to your Bibles, in Acts chapter 2, verse 37, it says, Peter's words pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? And Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. The book of Acts in the Bible is the story of the early church, And it's where we actually see the disciples, despite facing huge persecution, telling everybody the message of Jesus. That Jesus went to the cross, was crucified for their sins, but on the third day rose again. And so powerful is that message that the people who were listening ask, what must we do? How do we respond? Because... When we know that God is calling us, and he does call us, each one of us, when we understand what he's done for each one of us, sometimes we just don't know what to do. And here Peter tells us, he says, Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. So this morning, Kenroy and Naomi have heard and responded to the call of God. They understand that he went to the cross for them, and because of that, their sins are forgiven. This morning, you will hear them both testify that they love God and that they want to follow him. And so this morning marks the beginning of a new journey as a disciple of Jesus. And in my book, that's something to get excited about. Come on. 
as we've met together for baptism classes, and we run these classes for people who've decided that they want to get baptised, and we'd really like to do more of them, wouldn't we? We'd like to be inundated with them. Um, we've explored together what this step means, and there were three things that really stood out to us, which I'm going to share now. Firstly, baptism is a sign that we have a new hope. In Mark chapter 1, verse 9, it says, One day Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptised him in the Jordan River. And as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw the heavens splitting apart and the Holy Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved son, and you bring me great joy. In these verses, we see that Jesus himself was baptised. And you might think that's a bit strange. The Son of God was baptised. Jesus, he lived a perfect life. He didn't need to be baptised. But he didn't do it because he was a sinner. Jesus was baptised because such is his love for us that he chose to identify himself with sinners. He chose to be like one of us. And sadly, as hard as we try, none of us can live perfect, sinless lives. It is only because of the great sacrifice God made in sending his only son to the cross that we can be forgiven. It is because of his grace. So this morning... As we watch these dear ones go through the waters of baptism, they have a new hope. Death is no longer the end for them. They can walk in confidence that they will have eternal life with their heavenly Father. And this precious gift of hope means you can walk through life and its many challenges with a confidence that you are a beloved child of God. Secondly, baptism is a sign that we have a new family. In Galatians 3 verse 26, it says, So in Christ Jesus you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptised into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ." There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. When we're baptised, it means we are baptised into Christ's body, the church. And not just this church, Junction 10. It means we're baptised into the worldwide church, the family of God, and it means other Christians become our family, literally our brothers and our sisters. This morning, in just a few moments, when you go to be baptised, you will be in the presence of family. And that's why we gather round, and that's why we celebrate you in this special way. All of us have a role to play in the body of Christ, and you might not yet know what that is. You might think, well, I'm not sure I've got any gifts to offer. But each of us has a very special role to play in the body. 
And as you begin your journey today, part of that is going to be working out what role you need to play. However, we don't get off lightly. We also have an important role to play as their family because we need to walk alongside them, don't we? We need to champion them. We need to pray for them and we need to encourage them. And I'm really happy to tell you this morning, we have got some really good encouragers in this church. So this morning, in a few moments, when we gather around the tank, can you remember your role? Can you make a commitment that you are going to pray for Kenroy and for Naomi? And guys, when you step in the tank, no, I'm not on my own. You've got a whole family here who's committed to your discipleship, to standing with you. Now, come on. I think that deserves an amen. Amen. Finally, when we're baptised, it's a sign that we have a new life. In Romans 6, verse 3, it says, Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. When we become a Christian, it is much more than just a change of our opinions or our priorities. Our old self dies and our new self is born. So a baptism is a little bit like a funeral. Because as you go down in the water and the water covers you, that is a symbolic picture of our old self being buried with Jesus. And then when we're raised back up from the water, we join Jesus in his resurrection. We are symbolically washed clean of our sin and begin our new lives as his disciples. Now, you might remember back in our reading at the start in Acts chapter 2, when people were asking, what must they do? Peter told them to repent and be baptised, but he also said, you will receive the Holy Spirit. Now, the gift of the Holy Spirit is a wonderful gift, and it's given to us to live our new lives. And one of the names for the Holy Spirit is the Helper. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. He helps us every day of our lives. And the Holy Spirit gives us a desire to please God. And he reassures us, doesn't he, of God's deep, deep love for us. So this morning, Kenroy and Naomi, as you declare your faith in Jesus and you are baptised, know you have a new hope. One that is unshakable and built upon a firm foundation. Know that you have got a new family. You are part of the body of Christ. And this morning we commit to stand with you and encourage you. And finally, know that today marks the beginning of a new life in Christ and the beginning of the most exciting, get ready, put your seatbelt on, journey as a follower of Jesus. Let's just pray together. 
Father God, we give you thanks for this family here at Junction 10. And I thank you for all the people that have played a part in Kenroy and Naomi's story. And Lord, we give you thanks for them today. We thank you for their declaration that they love you and that they want to follow you. And Lord, we pray protection around them. We pray that you will watch over them, that you will guide each step they now make on this journey, Father. And that they will always be able to say, you are with them. So Lord, bless them. Bless this family. And Lord, for anyone this morning who doesn't know you, who is watching this, I pray that this morning they might get to meet you, the risen King. In your name we pray. Amen.